Again, this morning, if you want to read along with us, you may turn to the book of Philippians chapter 3 and mark that, and let's go back into the Old Testament into the book of Isaiah. Again, our scripture reading this morning will begin in the book of Philippians. It'll begin in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, but you can also go to the book of Philippians chapter 3. So again, mark Philippians chapter 3, and let's go back into the Old Testament uh, to the book of Isaiah chapter 43. And as you're turning to those two places... I want you to understand the power of this very phrase. It's a new day. It's a new day. New just means something never experienced before. Maybe one like it, but not in its fullness. And I think about the scripture when Jesus tells the church of Corinth that he said this is what you... He talks about, Jesus, when he talks about the Passover, that you do this again until I do it with you new in heaven. And he's talking about you're going to do it in a way that's never been done before. This day that you and I are in right now is a day that's never been done before. Is there anybody here today, and I I don't say this because you have to raise your hand, but is there ever a time that there's something you wish you could go back and do again? Is there anything you want to say... I don't care if it's a test. I don't care if it's a a purchase of a vehicle or a house or maybe it was something you said or done. Is there anything in any of our lives that we would like to change? And I know the answer for all of us is yes. We all have these, these times in our life where it's a new day for us where we get something totally new. Was there times in my life that I came to church and the Lord began to convict me and deal with me and I walked out of there? Absolutely, that happened many times. But you know, there was one night the Lord convicted my heart. I I said, it's a new day, Lord. I'm going to come and I'm going to seek after you. This day did not have to be like the previous days. You all need to know this. Today does not have to be like your yesterday. It can be, but it don't have to be. You may say, "Well, well, Scott, yesterday was a wonderful day. Then today can be... A good day. But regardless of whether yesterday was good, yesterday was bad. Last week was good, or yet last week was bad. We can all say that today is a new day. Sounds kind of like an old cliche. Today's just going to be exactly what you make it. Isaiah chapter 43. Skip down to about the 16th verse. Isaiah 43 and verse 16. Let's read some verses. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea, and a path in the mighty waters. In other words, there's some some hindrances that were there, but God said, I provided a way. Again, we're talking about it's a new day. Which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched. As told, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. We're talking about do not look back. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall bring, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself, 
They shall show forth my praise. But I want to go back up for just a little bit where he talks about, Behold, I will do a new thing. It's about something new. I went back just even this morning and I read, and I'm not talking about the, the, the factualness versus the, uh, the fact or the fiction versus the, the western or the round top, but the idea from a historical standpoint was the idea that there was a group of people that left North Carolina for a land that was unplowed. It was untilled. It was something that was new. What is it about the idea that people have about just trying something new? Has anybody here ever heard the phrase? Maybe you've used the phrase, but I'll ask you if you've ever heard it. I'm just ready to start all over. I just want a fresh start. I want a new start. It's almost like they were discontent with yesterday, so they want to start something new. You know what I love about it today is, is that this is a new day. You could have walked out of this church over and over and over again, and you can walk away from God over and over and over again. Today does not have to be like any yesterday. This is a new day. This is a new day. Maybe in the yesterdays that you listen to God, this is a new day that maybe if you're not careful, you don't listen to God. This is a new day. Today does not have to be like yesterday, but it can be. It's all about whether we did what we should have done or whether we did not do what we should have done. Today is a new day. And listen to that uh, very verse that we're reading there in the 19th verse. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? In the springtime when Easter rolls around, there's a time of people celebrate of Lent. And, and the whole idea that they celebrate the Lent is the idea of trying to not so much forget or to feel sorrow uh, about the things that they've done. It's about changing a lifestyle. And people talk about something they're going to give up or something they're going to sacrifice for Lent. Now I'm going to say that. I'm going to put this a little bit more in our... our uh, Right now, I guess you would say, and we're getting ready to roll in the winter months, but is there anybody here that's ever awakened and said, I've got good intentions, what I'm going to do today? Matter of fact, come January, you know what everybody will do come January the 1? You know what it is. They're going to make a New Year's resolution. I'm going to do better. First day, they're up early before the alarm clock goes off, and they are working hard. What happens on day two? Well, they got up, but the alarm had to get them up. Day three, then they hit snooze on the alarm. Day four, they turned the alarm off. Does anybody here besides me ever have that problem where you have really good intentions and really you can do it really good for a little while and all of a sudden it just starts to diminish? Today's a new day, folks. This does not have to be a day that you walk away from God. This doesn't have to be a day that, 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 that we don't be submissive to the things that God wants. Like we read in the 19th verse, he talks about, Behold, I will do a new things. Let's back up to the... 16th verse, Thus saith the Lord, which maketh the way in the sea, and the path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and horse. Notice what he says, They shall not rise, they are extinct, which means they are expired and they're, and they're, and they're put out. They are quenched as told. These are a group of people that had seen God deliver them more than once in their life. Now, I, I don't want to say... I don't understand the people of Israel because the truth is I'm the other end of that. I totally get the people of Israel. 
God's been good to them and He's delivered them over and over and over and over again. So why not on this day would you not listen to God and trust in God? But you know what our human nature is? Is that our human nature is to go against maybe what God said He's going to do or the promises of God. It's a new day for notice what He says. Remember ye not the former things. I will do a new thing. God said, if I was good to you yesterday... By the way, is there anybody here this morning that can say in some yesterdays, meaning someday previous to now, is there any day in your life that God was good to you? I would assume everybody here at some point or another is going to say, there was this one day, if nothing else, I hope we can say every day, but at least there's this one day. Do you know what I believe God desires? God desires to do more for you today than what he did yesterday. God has more in store for you today than what you had two days ago, a week ago. It all comes down to us being submissive to God. Are we going to listen to God, folks? It is a new day. There's just something exciting about something fresh, about a new start, a new, a new route that we can go. Maybe it's even an undetermined finish or an end that's going to happen. We don't know how the end of this service is going to be, do we? Well, preacher, you're going to preach a little while. We're going to sing us a song or two, and we're going to dismiss, and we're going to maybe snack and drink some coffee, and we're going to visit, we're going to get in our cars, and we're going to go home. You know what? That is almost not a, a, a new day. That's us trying to live in yesterday. That That's how we did it maybe the previous. Folks, it's a new day. No two days have to be the same. I've been in church when we got out of church probably, I don't know, 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night, and there's been others we live until 2 in the morning. Why? The whole idea is, is that no two times are the same. No two days are the same. It's all about realizing this is a new day. This is blank. The paper is blank. We don't, God already knows what's going to be written on it, but God has given us a blank slate this morning, and we can do whatever we want. And you know what? There's two sides of that coin. You can either listen to God this morning, or you cannot listen to God. It's a new day. Well, preacher, every time I've come into this church, you know, people get frustrated about something like, well, I get up and go to my job day after day after day, and I get no thanks, so I'm not going to go in. In other words, their faithfulness changed to unfaithfulness. You can say, God, I've done everything you wanted me to do over and over and over and over again, then this is a new day. Is this the day you become disobedient? Many of us probably can understand more so over and over and over again, God, I've walked away from you. I'm not going to ask you to confess anything to me this morning, but I want to ask you, is there anybody here ever walked away from God? Folks, I've ran from God. And I don't mean just walked away from God. I have ran from God. I've tried to hide from God. I've tried to ignore God. But you know what? It was a new day. It was a new day when God saved me. It was a new day when I stood before the church and told them that God had called me to proclaim His Word. It was a new day. I woke up this morning and it was a, a, a beautiful, cool uh, fall day. And you know what? It's a new day. I have no idea what's in store for us. But I do know this. The God that controls today has good and intentions for us he has good things to desire for us but things don't always happen the way we want because we're not always listening to him it's a new day for you today it's something you've never experienced none of us have ever experienced this day here we are on november the i'm gonna get my days up 13th is that right 2022 has anybody ever lived in that day yet no 
We don't see the future. God does. But this is a new day that we don't know how it's going to end. But I'm excited to know that God has something in store. Jeremiah said this. I'll read it to you right quick. Jeremiah 23 and verse 7. Behold the days come, saith the Lord, that they shall say, that they shall no more say, the Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but the Lord liveth, which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all the countries whither I have driven them. In other words, God's saying there's going to be a day that they're going to say, God, you did something wonderful for me today, but you did something even greater for me. Uh, you did something great yesterday. You did something even greater for me today, folks. Is there anybody, anybody here this morning want to testify to the fact that you thought, well, God was good and it only got better? Is anybody here ever in my, besides myself that I thought, God, my life is good, I am blessed, and all of a sudden things get a little bit better, folks? God is good to us. God is good. It's a new day. It's a new day full of blessings. It's a new day full of promises of God that He has to bestow upon us. And the 19th verse of Isaiah 43 says this, I will even make a way in the wilderness. It's a new day. You think about a wilderness. You think about an area that is unchartered. You think about a wilderness that is full of a lot of obstacles and hurdles and all these things. And God said, I'm going to provide a way. Is there anybody this morning that got up with some hurdles this morning? Probably you did. Maybe you're like me and you've got one of those little sensors on your car. And when the weather gets cool, it says you got a low tire. Maybe God was, was trying to encourage you to keep going, but you were trying to find excuses not to go. Maybe it was just, man, the, the, these covers are so warm, I just want to stay here, and I'll just turn it on later on, and I'll just stream what's happening. You know what? I believe that God rewards faithfulness. Do when we overcome those times, it's easy the first day. What about the second day? The third day? First day we get up before the alarm. The second time we get up with the alarm. The third time we snooze the alarm. The fourth time we've just turned this thing off. We don't even want to hear it. Why? Because we gradually have found ourselves easing away from those good intentions. But you have a new day this morning. You have a new opportunity this morning. You have an opportunity to experience something you've never experienced before. He said, I will even make a way in the wilderness. He said, there's a lot of things you're going to face, a lot of scary things. He said, but don't worry about those. For notice what he said. The beast of the field? You're worried about facing a day where there's these wild beasts that are out there? He said, I don't worry about them. He said, they will honor me. He said, the things that you're afraid of, he said, they're all under my control. Does anybody here this morning have a fear of anything? Maybe sometimes when we, when we realize it's a new day that we're afraid of something because we don't try something because we're afraid of something. Fear is a very powerful, crippling disease. What are we afraid of? God said, the beast of the field, they're going to honor me. He says, not only them, he says, the dragons and the owls. Notice what he says. He said, uh, the, 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 these jackals and these, the, these, uh, these animals, he said, every one of these things that you're afraid of, he said, they're going to honor me. He says, because I give waters in the wilderness. He said, I supply them and I control them. And he says, I'm also going to take care of you. 
Because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. God knows, this is where you need to find comfort this morning. God knows who you are and God knows where you are. Nobody knows or nobody can feel or nobody can understand me. I'm, 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 in, a, I'm in a new territory here. If I was to get off and ride my back in a new road that I've never been on before and I got lost, nobody would know where to even look for him. They'd say, well, he usually rides over here, but it would be a new territory. Maybe you're going through a day, and obviously you are. Maybe you're going through a day like you've never had before. You know who knows exactly where you are? God does. I don't have a clue what you went through yesterday, but God does. I don't have a clue, and none of us do, what tomorrow holds, but God does. God said, I have something refreshing in store for my people. And that's why he said, rivers in the desert. They don't belong there. Rivers, desert, rivers, desert, rivers, desert. They don't go together. Happiness and trials, those don't go together, do they? Light right in the middle of darkness, those don't go together, do they? Sadness turned to gladness, those don't go together. But you know what? God cannot be explained, but God can definitely be experienced. This morning, if you're here, it's a new day for you. It's a new day for me. It's a new day to be able to say, God, this is the day that I'm going to listen. This is the day that I'm going to surrender. This is the day that I'm going to work for you. He said, the beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons, the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people. And he goes on to say, this people have I formed for myself, and they shall show forth my praise today may we remember today that God is desiring to give us something new and that's why he gives us this encouragement here is that we should find encouragement to realize today's a new day who is the who's the audience of people that we're reading about here it's about a, a people that for a generation had been headed towards Judah. In other words, this land that they were headed for, they, they undoubtedly had to get a little bit discouraged thinking, we're never going to get there. Look how long we've been in the situation we're in. But they had to understand that there was going to come a day of a new day that they were going to get out of the situation they're in and things are going to get better. What a wonderful place it is for an entire world out there to know this. I don't care how bad your day is. Today's a new day. Today's a new day that God can grant you, God can smile upon you, God can bless you, God can do all kinds of things, but if we'll just simply listen to Him. Sometimes we, we think that we're blessed, and then all of a sudden we realize is that we had the riches of the world, but we didn't have the riches of God. And that's what we're reading about here in the book of Philippians for just a moment. Chapter 3, if you mark that place. Philippians chapter 3, skip down to the 13th verse. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. In other words, those are the old days or the yesterdays. 
reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward, futuristic, ahead, the mark for the prize of the, hall, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul said, do you notice the priority of things that Paul had in his life? This one thing I do. Look on a timeline. Paul's looking ahead, not behind. You know what, folks? If, if, if I use the word multitask, how many of you understand what multitasking is? Where you're trying to do about at least more than one thing at a time? We get notorious for doing that. We're trying to do five things at one time. Paul said, let's make this simple. He said, let's don't overthink this. Let's don't overwork this. He said, let's narrow this thing to one thing. If you can narrow all your focus to one thing in your life, what would it be? Paul said, he said, don't reach behind you. I'm pointing down a timeline. He said, you need to reach ahead. He said, this one thing I do. You want to talk about priorities in life? Paul's greatest priority was not worried about yesterday because, you know what, let's be honest. How many of you can do anything about yesterday? Matter of fact, how many of you can do anything about 11 a.m. this morning? Not anything you can do. One of the things we'll have to say is, you know, it's water under the bridge and it's behind us. Let's keep going forward. What do you do? Sure, there's lessons we learn. There's things that we do. But this is a new day. And Paul said, this one thing I do. And he goes on to say what it is. He says, forgetting those things which are behind. What is it about the things behind us? We spent a lot of time this morning thinking about that. But what is it about yesterday and the day before and the month before and the year before? What is it about those things that can hinder us? One, things that could have happened to us yesterday, we have no control over it. You've walked away from God over and over and over again. You cannot change that. What you can change is today do not walk away from God. That's what you can change. Maybe there was a testimony that's been on your heart and you've walked away over and over and over again. You can live in the past saying, I shouldn't have done that or I wish I would have done this. But this is your new day that you can be submissive to God. If you need to testify, testify. Maybe you've walked out of the church house over and over again and the Lord's really just been really strongly impressed upon your heart to unite with His church and be a part of the church and you walked away from that and you're living in the past saying, well, I shouldn't have done that or God, you were talking to me or God, I know that I should have done that. But are you living in the, this is the day. Are you living in this very moment knowing that this is a new day? This is something new. And God said, what are you going to make of it? Paul said, forgetting those things which are Behind, I'm afraid that for me in my life, there's a lot of things that gets my attention that's behind me. But even Christ himself tried to say, any man putting his hand to a plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom of God. He said, put your hand to the plow and look ahead. I'm going to probably lump us all together. All of us have something in yesterday that we love. We all probably had something in a, yes, in a yesterday that we did not love. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth. Did you hear the, the, the two words? Behind, before. So today you have a choice. 
Every one of us, we have choices, and we probably don't like to admit this very often, but we have a choice. What are we going to do with the day? What are we going to do with the moment that we're in? Reaching forth unto those things which are before. Good or bad, they're behind you. Yesterday's meal fed you yesterday. Last Sunday afternoon snack that you ate, it's long gone. Your body's done consumed that or stored it, one of the two. It's, it's gone. What you have to worry about is what do you have today? That's why we eat every day. We, we have to nourish our body every day. We need God to give us something every day. What is God wanting to give you today? This is a new day for you. It's a new day for me. Yesterday does not have to be a day that, 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 that we live in saying, I can remember when I used to do this or I used to do that. Living today, what do we have today right here, right now? And Paul said, Philippians, he said, uh, he says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things. Notice what he goes on to say, those things which are before. Not just things that are behind us, but time that is behind us. We all know what time is. He says, I press toward the mark. Now, if you really want to dig into press, that's not a casual or a very slowly. He says, I'm going, I'm going with some might. That's in front of me. How many of us just, hey, Sunday, I'm going to kind of ease through the day. Or do you come in this morning with a, a desire? God, I'm ready to worship you. I'm ready to praise you. I'm ready to adore your wonderful name. I want to listen to you. I want to honor you. I want to follow your spirit. I want to praise your holy name. Or do we just kind of ease? He said, I press toward the mark. These people understood the Greek games. They understood there was a time when their legs were tired, but they had to keep going forward. There's been times, let's admit it to ourselves, that we have to keep pressing forward we can't look back or we can't stop in the time that we're in we have to keep pressing forward and he says i press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of god in christ jesus paul understood that god had a plan for him let me ask you something this morning this is a rhetorical question but do you think god had a plan for all of us here this morning do you think that any of us are here by chance? If you think you're just accidentally here, then you need to understand the providential hand of God. Folks, God has brought every one of us here by His divine hand. And God has a purpose. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard the testimonies of people that say, well, I went to church with my friend and this happened. Or I, I, I went off to college with my friend and, and this is what happened. Or I went to church to, to meet this person. This is what happened. You know what, folks? All kinds of accidents happen in life, folks. It's God's divine hand that has brought every one of us here to remind us this is a new day. That's what God is, is reminding us. It's a new day today. It's a new day that, that, that we can keep working for Him because He has a purpose for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And He goes on to say in the 15th verse, Let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded. And if in anything we be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Do you think it's easy to get distracted? Do you think it's... I say this. I, I almost... I want to know the, the, the magic behind people that can just stay focused and focused and focused. Because I get so distracted. God has a purpose for us and 
We've said this many times. The world has all these advertisements and all these things to distract us, distract us, to distract us. Yes, it's a new day. But if the devil can get us to mess up today, then tomorrow will take care of itself. He'll let us mess up tomorrow, tomorrow. He just wants us to keep messing it up. Is there anybody here? And this is going to sound like, I don't know, but you ever just say, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Over and over again, we have good intentions. We know right from wrong. And then we're like, why did I do that? Because we all fight a flesh. We all fight a nature that rebels against God. You are not a bad person because you sin. The whole idea of Lynn is to try to get people to refocus back to God. Not to feel sorry for themselves or to realize that they're bad. But repent means to change something. I love when I listen to people watch, a, a, I guess you call it a sad movie. And they'll kind of kid around saying, I just wish that one time they would just, and they make a different decision. It's like they, get, they, they re-watch the same thing over and over again. But they wish that there was a different outcome. And you know what? Today is a new day that you have no idea what the outcome is going to be. It is a new day for you. This doesn't have to be the same day over and over and over again. It's a new day. It's a day, you know what? I was lost for the first 19 years of my life. and nearly 20. But you know what? One day was a new day for me. I didn't run from God. I ran to God. And you know what? God saved my soul. It was a new day. It's a new day for me here right now to come to shallow church and be able to worship the Lord. It's a new day. I can either make it right or I can mess it up. And I know that most of the time I'm going to mess it up. But I'll tell you this. I thank God that I can go home this afternoon. And if time tarries, I can say, Lord, I'm going back again. And I'm going to try even harder uh, to preach and declare the things that you would lay on my heart. It's a new day for me. It's a new day for you. And every time that God gives us these opportunities, we have to remember, much like Paul said, we need to press toward the goal for the prize. Notice what he talks about. The prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Today, where would you be? Where would you be if God was not a part of this new day that you have? What if it was a new day without God? What if it was a new day that you came to church and this is a new service that you've never been in before? We had, you may have been in this place, but you haven't been in the service. Maybe it's a new service and God was not a part of this service. But you know what? That's not something we can throw out. We get to throw into the mix of all the things. It's a new day and God is already in it. Do you see God in the rain? Do you see God in the sunshine? Do you see God in all aspects of things? Or do we just like to get in that repetition of the same thing over and over and over again? My prayer this morning is, much like we read to you there in Philippians chapter 40, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 43, that it's something new. New like you've never experienced before. And I pray today that you'll make the most out of this day that God has given you. God bless you all this morning. Those are the things that I did have on my heart to say.